Betches Media presents Not Another True Crime Podcast. It's all fun and games until someone gets hurt. Welcome back, everybody, to another special bonus episode of Not Another True Crime Podcast. I'm Sarah Levine. And I'm Danny Murphy. And these are the episodes that make me feel like we are like the news alert that like interrupts The Bachelor. You know what I mean? <laughs> like we are here. We got some updates. We got just some things going on that don't warrant a full episode. But together, they're stuff that we want to talk about and like fill you guys in, in case you probably you probably know what's going on. But we want to like be there with you to talk about it. Yeah, definitely. I feel like we get so many DMs over on Not Another True Crime to like be constantly posting stuff. And it's like, I, I, I'll i post stuff on the story, but we can't release an episode every time a small update happens because we're not Dateline. We're not Dateline. <laughs> if Dateline, like we, we we happily, like if Dateline wants to call us, we'll give them our POV on right? everything and anything. But you know what I mean? Yeah, but but this week, I mean, since we've last done one of these, there's been some interesting updates. We have everything from Brian Laundrie to Elizabeth Holmes to Tiger King. Remember Tiger King? Lots of stuff <laughs> is going on. Tiger King? I know. The Tiger King I'm worried about because I feel like it's going to really put us all back to beginning pandemic. So true. I think that the second I turn it on and I see Joe Exotic's face, I'm going to be like, bread there's no mat water mask like <laughs> anything just like i'm in i'm never leaving like life is over right should i start whipping my coffee again that was fun wow that brought joy for two minutes yeah i actually <laughs> but, never did it successfully i think you needed to have some kind of like immersion blender and i just didn't yeah you needed to have the dedication of like the like waiting to do that that i had lacked i was like i'll just have my coffee and then just that pour that baileys so in it true. because that was when you could drink while working from home <laughs> What was your life like when you watched the first Tiger King? I'll never forget it because the shelter in place orders were about to go into yes. effect in New York. And my dad was like, I'm going to pick you up. I don't want you in an apartment in Queens all by yourself. And I was like, OK, sure. So he was he was like on the way to pick me up. I had some time to kill. I was like, let me just put this on. Let me see what this was about. And I was fucking hooked. I think I finished it in like two days. Hooked two days, literally. And then it was one of the because I remember it was right when I because I was home for a few months and I was like okay we have nothing I, I don't know what to watch and I was like I can't watch the because I can't watch the news and I don't want to watch the news oh god no. I, I, I just need a distraction I need something that is not real life at all <laughs> and yeah. it really hit that spot I was like this reminds me of nothing that is going on in the world let me just go down go down here and disassociate that was amazing it was quite a time I will say that I'm excited to relive that level of just general excitement for something. Um, I know. But I, I, and I'm also kind of feeling this with the Anna Delvey stuff too. Like when something like this happens, there's there's this huge outcry. Everyone's like, oh man, we got to get a fictional adaptation. And then we start dream casting it. And you're like, Nicolas Cage has to play Joe Exotic. <laughs> Everything like that. But then we all forget that these things take like two or three years to make. Exactly. Well, here's my thing. I'm into, well... Tiger King 2, I'm like, I'm like, what, I'm curious what more will be uncovered, but I know what you mean about, like, that Kate McKinnon, Carol Baskin thing. I'm like, she's not <laughs> now for that, and it's going to come out in, like, probably a year and a half, and I'm just going to be like, who? What is Kate McKinnon doing on this right now? So true. And same thing with Anna Delvey. Like, I mean, I've read the cut article and every, like, mm -hmm. subsequent article there is. I read Rachel Deloach Williams' book. Like, Queen. I just feel like I know 
everything there is to know about this girl and her very uncomplicated grift, which is just check kiting. <laughs> like it's not that well high the, level. The reason I'm excited about that just because I like uh, watching people like eat dinner in New York, mainly because that's why I love Roni. <laughs> so I'm excited just to have that film. <laughs> yes, I mean it is Shondaland, so I do think it's going to be good. It's going to be dramatic. So whatever, I'll I'll put it on my list of things that I watch that I don't make my boyfriend watch with me. He'll be like, "Stop!" Like he's like, "I'm not, I'm not, I'm disengaging." Exactly. <laughs> another another housewives classic. But before we get into that, we do have some rather grim updates with yeah. the Bryant Laundry case. So this is a, a bit ago on October thirtieth. Brian's remains were found in a park connected to the Carlton Reserve. And recently, this past Friday, so the 30... 29th, yeah, 29th. 29th. Sarasota County Sheriff Kurt Hoffman suggested on Friday that Brian may have died by suicide. Um, And here's the thing. Because the internet is going to internet, people are just running wild with conspiracy theories. Like, oh... So many... There, I've heard some really honestly stupid ones. Um, probably the stupider one was that um, the DNA that was found belonged to his twin. Number one, no, he's he's he does not have a twin. No he does one not. has ever he has one about. sister. The sister was actually the only person who was being outspoken and was like, Brian, like turn yourself in. Yes. So he doesn't have a twin. And then also TikTok, I've seen this, people. And I think it's also the bad timing of like you season three coming out, spoiler ahead, with this because people just want to believe the most out there theory. So people are thinking like, oh, he just, uh, you know, reports came out that they they matched remains using like dental records. People are like, oh, you know, the guy just knocked out a couple teeth and put them on the ground. Like that's not what that's not really a common thing people do besides on besides Joe. Yeah, yeah. So number one regarding the twin thing, um, a forensic dentist told USA Today that even twins would have different dental records. So we can put that one to bed. Um, and also, I would just and also he doesn't have a twin. Yeah, yeah that's the main thing. <laughs> and then yeah, as well as like the the Joe Goldberg thing. I did like a little a little bit of research, very, very light into forensic dentistry, but it's not just like you look at one tooth, right? Like it identifies the whole pattern of someone's teeth in their mouth. Like it's like, oh, this person is missing this tooth or this looks a certain way. So it's and also their bite marks. So it's really not just like, oh, we found a loose molar. It's not like the fucking tooth fairy dropping shit off. Yeah, no, it's like, right. Yeah. Right. It's like a whole pattern and not just like one loose tooth. Um and also, additionally, a spokesperson for Northport Police told CNN that the remains found were, in fact, skeletal remains. So, like, everybody just stop. And they also found clothing believed to be consistent with what Brian was wearing when he disappeared. And also a backpack and a notebook believed to belong to him. So please stop with your theories. I was actually pretty dismayed to see that on TikTok people were still peddling these types of conspiracy theories because I felt that the backlash was pretty pretty swift the first time around yeah i also feel it's almost like a because it's one of those things where i feel people just need to realize it's just a heartbreaking fucking story start to finish there's not gonna be truly there's no there's no answers there's not gonna be clarity and the families are mourning and i think it's those people because we kind of touched on this when it was starting that like the gore, i for a lack of a better term but like the gore porn nature of it just like people like digging in to use this as a form of like all these like TikToks and new breaking things and breaking things. And there's like one thing of like 
reporting on the factualness of the story mm-hmm. and then just kind of doing all these things, which isn't doing anything besides just like adding more chaos into the world. No, you're right. And people just wanting to feel like part of something and and everything. But listen, like you're, I don't know, some random person on the internet from so far away who's not connected to anything that's actually going on. You know, you're pro- at this point, you're not going to like, you're probably not going to solve anything. So no. just... Just don't, down just don't do it. And we, also, if you have a real tip, I feel like you can go through a legitimate channel and not TikTok. Yes, yes. And um, But you know what they can focus their time on instead? What? An active case going on that is really, really taken. I feel like it's one of the ones that, like, I was almost curious. I was like, is anyone still going to care about this case? Because it was like, I feel she had her moment so long ago. But everyone still cares or cares even more. Elizabeth Holmes. This one, I just can't believe this trial is still going on. I mean, uh, it's so open and shut to me, but I understand that we have, like, laws and a legal system <laughs> to go no, through, there, but There's no damn. dancing lobsters. It's Seriously, really... that's exactly what I would do if I was the judge. Case dismissed. Case... Bring in the dancing lobsters. No, but they are on week nine of this already, <laughs> and I thought it was kind of like a very clear-cut case, but here we are. Um, but it's interesting to note there was a delay because a juror had a death, a water pipe burst in the courthouse. Like, there's just, like, this trial almost, like, should not happen. Like, it's cursed from the fucking start. It really does seem cursed. Yeah. I also want to know, it seems like the way this trial is going, it seems like it was, like, a trial on a TV show in the sense that, like, the hijinks that ensue, because, like, the judge was annoyed about <laughs> reporters' keyboards clacking yes. too loudly. When it's sort of like, aren't you just used to... Because you're next to, like, the... um court stenographer so like you, you, you right. used to like a cookie clack you know what i mean <laughs> maybe their clicky clack is throwing off the stenographer's oh clack, but they're probably not, in, not there's not in, they're not in tandem it's not yeah. like in canada yeah. also they're probably not writing in shorthand uh amen to that they're writing their whole and also let's be real it's probably a slow ass trial they're they're iming <laughs> oh my god also what was really funny to me was that business insider did literally a whole fucking takedown of the judge and it's not even a real takedown it's just like a we're really annoyed that this guy is so fucking slow. Take down. <laughs> like, everything from, like, the way that he would, like, hear arguments to, like, I don't know, the way he just considers evidence. Apparently, he's just really slow and dragging Ooh. his case out. And Business Insider did this whole report on it. You know, if someone dragged me for dragging, I would just go slower. I'd be like, you know what, Business Insider? Here's part motherfucking two of your right? story. Like, when you're crossing the street and a car honks at you, so you just stop in the intersection. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> And I'm like, I know you see me. Uh, and also on top of this, uh, one juror was dismissed after a month saying, quote unquote, her Buddhist principles <laughs> of forgiveness would fill her with intris- intractable guilt uh, were she to render a guilty verdict that sent Holmes to jail. So she was like, this shit is taking too long. I got to get out of here. <laughs> it was very much probably like the 30 Rock. Like, I don't think it's fair for me to be a juror because I can read <laughs> minds. And they're like, yes, it's New but York. Also, baby. like that happened in the jury selection process. I'm like, ma'am. That's- you were on this case for, like, multiple weeks. This should have come up earlier. Yeah, like, don't you know that you most trials end with a verdict? Uh, I, yeah, you know, yeah. Like, so you'd have to pick something. She's like, ah, you know what? Like, Real, Hives, Real Housewives is coming back. Like, I got to be home <laughs> yeah. by five or whatever it is. Yeah, I got the ultimate girls trip coming through in two weeks. I don't have time for this no more. There we go. I'm like, man, this is a court of law. Like, yeah. <laughs> What are you talking about? Um, and another alternate juror last week was dismissed for playing Sudoku. 
<laughs> Which she said, and I kind I get this because I do this when I'm on a flight, but I guess I, I need less attention on the plane. It makes her less fidgety. So it kind of <laughs> just focus her and calms her down. Um, but yeah, like I guess you really should kind of be uh, paying attention on what uh, <laughs> is going down. That is so funny. That's like when I am like, oh, I'm going to watch Real Housewives again. Uh, while scrolling through Instagram, but like I'm listening, so I totally know what's happening. And then I'll yeah. get to the end of the episode and be like, I cannot recall one single event. No, you're like, who who, who just happened? You're like, what what city am I in watching? Yep. <laughs> yeah. So, so much is going on here. And now they're down to just two alternates. I feel like it's a very dramatic, it's like uh, the musical when all the all the understudies are going to book somewhere else. <laughs> Seriously. But, and do you want to talk about some of the fun things that we are learning through Yes, all of this? this is really fun. So we did learn some, some cool things, um, like how Elizabeth scammed the DeVos family. So Betsy DeVos, former education secretary, invested $100 million into Theranos beginning in 2014. And if you will recall, the DeVos family got their fortune through Amway. So it's a big crossover on a few levels. And honestly, we love to see it because fuck that family. Mm-hmm. We do. I don't mind that they're getting scammed. I also don't mind that Rupert Murdoch reportedly sunk $125 million into Theranos. Again, sucks to suck, man. So yeah. what I thought was very funny, and I'm probably going to scream about this for a couple minutes, was... Um, So a woman by the name of Lisa Peterson, who testified on behalf of RDV Corp, which is like the DeVos family company, said that Elizabeth Holmes targeted wealthy families to invest and would tell them, quote, she was inviting us to participate in this opportunity. And I'm like, where have I heard that verbiage before? Boom. Like, okay, (laughs) so you're only mad because you got scammed. Right? She's like, no, it's fun when... We make people scam people, and also by scamming them, we're scamming everybody. But yes. it's rude to do it to us. Right. Oh, my, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. And so then um, Peterson said that she did due diligence. And one of the forms that kind of tricked her was this report that had Pfizer's logo on it, which kind of seemed to validate Theranos' technology. But here's the, the funny part. Um, Dr. Shane Weber, who was Pfizer's director of diagnostics from 2008 to 2014, he's now retired, um, at the time, recommended that Pfizer not fuck with Theranos at all. Not his official language. <clears throat> but, you know, got the point across. And also, I'm dying that, like, you just thought because you saw a logo on a piece of paper with no proof of anything. You're like, oh, that's Seriously. legit. Like, no, girl. Seriously. And he wrote in his report, Theranos does not at this time have any diagnostic or clinical interest to Pfizer. And he also kind of noted that he found Elizabeth to be deflective and wrote that she was giving evasive, non-informative answers when he tried to do due diligence on a call. So he smelled what was cooking. Mm-hmm. Was so I don't know what those? was up with that form. I'm like, you know, they just they got a little too happy with the Photoshop. <laughs> it was a little um, like that um, the Microsoft Word uh, paperclip guy just <laughs> yeah. being like, I don't know either. <laughs> right? And again, this sent me pretty much into a rage blackout. Um <laughs> Brian Tolbert, who was also involved with like the DeVos family, testified that, quote, he was given a very limited window of time to make a decision in late 2013. So I'm like, oh, okay, where have I heard this before? I have only 10 slots in my team to work Mm -hmm. from home. Who wants to get on this opportunity ASAP? Like, so you guys just really just don't like it when the MLM playbook is on the other foot. But you wrote this playbook. Don't be mad when the when um the te- when the student becomes a teacher. There we go. Yes, I'm seriously just like you just legally scam people. 
Yeah, right. Like, yeah. you just you just like exploited a legal loophole and like lobbied, I don't know, the government. And also, to you're just provide rich, you this so, loophole. Yeah, yeah. So you could just do whatever the fuck you want. And yeah, what your thought that is. That bothers me so much. They are not that different. No, and that's what they got to realize. And it's not fun to see that. Yeah, I know, you right? Know, the the devil you know in the mirror when you when you realize it's just yourself, honey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know how long this trial is going to go on. It was supposed to take 13 weeks, but like you <clears> said, <throat> we're already in week nine, and mm. it doesn't seem like it's wrapping up yet. No, there is nothing uh, that indicates that at all. Not at all. It's unclear if Elizabeth is going to testify. Legal analysts don't think so. It's not generally a good move. No. But uh, she is also... A narcissist? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she would love I to I want to see her. I really want nothing more than for her to testify because I need to know what voice she would use on the stand. I mean, that's the question. She's like... I swear to tell the whole truth and nothing yeah. but the truth. <laughs> I, I just need to know. I, I would love Maybe I want to know what. Maybe she's doing like vocal warm-ups right now or practicing an accent. She's like, Dorite, Dorite. <laughs> she just has a whole British accent. I don't know who that Theranos was. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, that could have been a whole other update that we're not doing. But that whole Dorit's robbery. Oh, I could have put that in here. There's so much. There's too much going on. True. Speaking of too much going on. Too much going on. Yeah, we uh, have. So we talked about Tiger King a little bit. Tiger King 2. Sarah, what are your thoughts about the trailer? Okay, here's the thing. I really just wanted to like erase Tiger King from my consciousness. But I have to say, like, it looks good. It's juicy. It's it's also I feel like I mean, because it's 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 well done, too. You know what I mean? Like, it's a really I'm like hooked kind of back in. And it's smart that it's coming out November 17th. Because then I'm just like, oh, I'll just watch this for Thanksgiving. You know what I mean? Yes. I'm just going to be doing that, doing nothing else. Um, and I know Joe Exotic is just going to be in it through taped phone calls from prison because Cardi B or Donald, neither Cardi B nor Donald Trump was able to uh, free him from there despite him tweeting at both of them. <laughs> oh, my God. Also, like, I don't think that Joe Exotic, I don't know if he can be pardoned by the so. president. Like, I don't know if his charges are at the federal level. No, I don't. Yeah, no, he's he's stuck in there. He's really, though. I follow him on Instagram. First of all, I don't know how he's posting from prison. Like Anna Delphi was. True. Yeah, he he just has one of his, like, 65 husbands do yeah. it, I feel like. But he really is, like, insistent that it's it's a whole conspiracy and there's so much more to this scheme. And he maintains that he's completely innocent and did nothing. And I'm like, I don't know. I mean, I'm interested to see, like, what like what they're going to put out. But I'm kind of like, if you just said like, look, I paid him the money, but you know, I I don't know. Like if he tried to say like, I was kind of involved, but not really as involved as like this case made it seem, I would believe that. But for him to be like, no, I really did absolutely nothing. I'm like, well, they made a pretty good case against you. So I don't know, man. That's exactly. I'm like, sorry, you kind of, you got you. you, People know your name and that's all he wanted. He wanted to be famous. And now you're unfortunately famous for being a criminal. (laughs) Yeah, for and being I feel like in prison. That is kind of the issue that Carol is not, uh, Carol Baskin, not a big Tiger King 2 fan. Not at all. Not a big Tiger King 1 fan either. Not one fan, yeah. she If it goes her way, she won't be in it. I'm assuming that she probably will end up being it because I know the issue is that she is um, suing Netflix, trying oh, yeah. to remove herself <laughs> from all of it because she said that... Um, 
they gave uh, were given a false impression that they agreed to participate. The lawsuit is arguing that the Baskins never signed appearance releases for her subsequent projects and uh, all stuff like this. And I know she even um, told Radio Times that when one of the co-directors said that she wanted to clear the air, it felt like, you know, like just a ridiculous thing. It was obvious that she felt betrayed by them. And why would she ever think that I'd be willing to speak to them again? And so I told her just to lose my number. I mean, listen, I don't blame her. She thought that she was going to come off the documentary looking like a crusader for animal rights. And she ended up looking like she killed her husband. So She looked looked like she killed her husband, didn't pay her employees, and also had not the nicest setup for tigers either. Right, right. I get why she's pissed. I will kind of say that, like, I feel like this happens a lot with documentaries where people are really upset about their portrayals. So I feel like, I don't know. If you do, I feel like if you do one, you have to be wary. Yeah. And also oh. don't have like a big secret, like your mysteriously dead husband, like hiding in the closet. That's the other thing. It's like reality TV and documentaries are just don't do it if you have secrets. No, do not. And Or if you, yeah, if you want those secrets to stay secrets, you do not do that. Because yep. especially if you change his will that says, murdered or randomly disappeared dot 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 (laughs) and then he disappears here is how the baskins though might be able to get the one up on the lawsuit because they did not sign new releases and the royal good production company whole thing was like oh no you are like just like grandfathered into a type of thing Mm. they found out that joe exotic's niece uh i think chelsea chelsea putnam she not Chelsea Exotic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I guess it's not a family name. Uh, so she was uh, approached about doing TK2, Tiger King 2, mm-hmm. and given new releases, and the Baskins weren't. So they were like, so you knew uh, that like people are going to have to sign new stuff. So that's kind of might be where they Okay, get to. I think they'll lose. I mean, listen, yeah. we know that Carol is great at two things. Number one, SEO and social media marketing. She fucking <laughs> nails it. Number two, she's good at winning like a copyright lawsuit. That's kind of her bread and butter. That is true. CB, CB can CP, honey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't. I, I think she'll. I think she'll win, and, and she deserves to. Like whatever. Let her have they it. shouldn't take that footage of her just on a, a technicality. And also because I'm, t- I don't need to see her, so I would love her to win. So I don't have to look at. Right. I don't. I don't have to watch her lie about her husband or not. Right. <laughs> and they anything. could also just work around it. Like they can just kind of talk about what she said yeah. on the video. Exactly. Interesting. I'm gonna watch it. I will oh. say I don't know if we're gonna go full like Tiger King fever and do an episode again. No. That's looking a little slim. Cut to us have like a five part podcast <laughs> episode. <about it. laughs> Oh, I could see that happening for sure. But we'll have to watch. And finally, some some news regarding Robert Durst. Uh, a mugshot just came out that was taken from a hospital bed. He is looking really frail. But let's be real. He's looked really frail for the last, like, many years. Not super, super new. He was diagnosed with COVID-19 a few weeks ago and put on a ventilator. And last month, he was finally found guilty of the 2000 murder of Susan Berman, who was his friend, if you guys watched the jinx. Mm -hmm. And on October 14th, he was sentenced to life in prison. And earlier this month, he was finally charged with the 1982 murder of his wife, Kathy. I don't believe that she has ever been found. 
So I don't think so either. So this is a pretty significant update. Who knows, you know, what's going to happen, but he's serving a life sentence. Uh, oh, yeah, not yeah. looking too well. I think it's the karma. I would have, you know, something something in that realm. The karma or the COVID. Yes. <laughs> I, one, one of the days one of them gets to you, I guess. One of these. And a final quick update, just as a little bit of a teaser. This week, a woman by the name of Heather Mack, who was known as the suitcase, suitcase killer, killer, is going to be released from Indonesian prison. And mm-hmm. uh, she's going to come back to the U.S., so uh, we are going to do an episode on that case. So stay tuned for that. Stay tuned and do not worry. It is not a travel fear. So if you're traveling for the holidays, no worry. The suitcase isn't going to kill you, but you'll find out about what she did with the suitcase. That Oh, my gosh. Like name. imagine getting killed with us. I'm always worried when I put my stuff in the overhead compartment oh, yeah. because they don't weigh your carry on. And, and I just I put all my shoes in there. You put your heaviest stuff. That's my travel hack. So yeah. then I'm like. I need to get like some guy to help me take it down or else I'm worried I'm going to knock myself out cold. Right. Oh, always. And like the way those people just like shove stuff in. Like I always am waiting for one time during a flight them just to pop open and like fall everywhere on people. Seriously. I know. I'm like, how is they always say like, you know, things might shift in flight, the stuff in the over overhead right. cabin. And I'm always like very afraid about that, too. I know. And I'm like, I'm like, what do you mean by shift? Like wh- wh- how much is going on up here? Yeah. No, I have a lot of questions. <laughs> I got a lot of questions. And I mean, well, we're probably not going to recap packing uh, for a future yeah. episode. But unless you guys update, want to. Unless you guys, I mean, honestly, I got some good hacks and I could use some more tips. But uh, yeah, those were some updates that we just couldn't, we found, we wanted to talk to you guys about them. We didn't know how to do it. And we figured a little update, menage, uh, cornucopia is the better Cornucopia. Yeah. Part. So thank you guys for listening. Um, you can follow us on Instagram and not another true crime. We've been getting a lot more, uh, what's the word? joinings it's not a word yeah. but you know additions to the group um i'm loving it's not another true crime group on facebook i'm loving that people are just putting like why do you want to join because you guys won't stop talking about it <laughs> it's like hey how do you guess how so many people get proposed to because one person in the relationship doesn't shut up about it so i'm loving it until it stops working there we go i'm loving it yeah and you can follow us on instagram at sarah lameem for sarah and at Cashmere Danny with a K for Danny. And also please rate, review, and subscribe yes. wherever you're listening to us. Yes, I mean, because we got some new peeps, I think, from Apple Podcast. Like people, people, yeah. people popping all over. So please give us five stars. Even, you know, it just just do it. Pass on karma. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> and otherwise, thanks for listening. And we'll be back on Monday. Woo. Not Another True Crime Podcast is produced by Jorge Morales Pico and Sean Kilby. Our hosts are Sarah Levine and Danny Murphy. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Sarah Levine. Be sure to follow at NATC Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And send us your emails to NATC at Betches.com. Betches.